0: What is the value? Have we really identified the value that we are going to provide to our users? Then, to how are we going to build those systems? And I think that's going to be a foundational change um, across. It's democratization of product, right? Like anybody um, would be able to build good, build products. Now, the goodness of the product is not going to come from how how nicely they are built or how nicely they look. It's from how much value do they really provide.
1: Hi, I'm Mike Green and welcome to Understanding Users, the podcast where I chat candidly with UX design and research professionals from around the world to hear about how they build digital products and services in a user-centered way.
0: My name is Priyag Narula. I am the co-founder and CEO of Hey Marvin. We are a research repository. Um, our philosophy is that research repositories need to do a lot more than just store and search data. Um, so, we are a, a full-fledged platform, um, we plug into all of the existing tools, uh, we are a qualitative data analysis tool, um, we are an AI tool, um, so, and we are funded by Sam Altman, who is the CEO of OpenAI. So, think of us as an AI-powered research repository that does a lot more than just store data.
1: And is it your first time at uh, UXDX, bro?
0: It is my first time, it's my first day actually at UXDX. So uh, really, really excited to be here. Um, I met Rory, who's the, the founder,
1: Catherine, the co-founders of UXDX. Uh, seems like a good group of people. And you mentioned uh, just now about kind of the role of AI in, in you know, underpinning Hey Marvin. I'm in- interested to know, tell me more about that. So kind of how, mm-hmm. How have you
0: used AI to kind of yeah. develop and build the product? So, I mean, AI, uh, look, AI is a tool, right? Yeah. And I, I look at AI as a tool that's available to, um, you know, to wider and wider audience. What what we are envisioning is what AI can do in hands of people who are interested in research, you know, whether it's researchers, product managers, designers, um, but what can AI do for them? It's not, it's, it's less about, it's not about replacing. It. It's about making, giving them access to this another another a suite of tools, right? Powered with AI. Um, and so, you know, for us, AI goes as you know as simple as automating your note-taking process when you are conducting your research um, to um, you know to to summarizing some of your research, all the way to even like synthesizing and recommending like, research. So. AI can do a lot of things, um, and what we are trying to do is what we are building is tools that can help people who are interested in research do their job a lot better. Um, so, so that's kind of what. And we're still early, and I think we, there is still a long, long way to go for AI to become part of you know, just everyday work, work to uh, everyday uh, 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 process of all of the all of the researchers
1: so thinking kind of ahead how in your view will ai affect the way that designers and researchers approach their work how they'll need to approach their work in the future
0: it's a great question um i think there are two things that i foresee happening um in generative ai one thing it does really well is to generate a lot, lots of ideas for you to work on, right? Um, so, one of the really foundational way in which the the design process, design workflows are going to change is it's going to move away from how, uh, from from how the know-how of designing, the know-how of designing the UI, the know-how know-how of coding the UI to what? Like, What is it that we need to do? The what is going to become increasingly more important than the how. Uh, what does a UI look like is going to be slightly kind of bring less and less important than like, what is it that we are trying to build? What is our customer, what are our users trying to achieve? Right? I think that's the key, um, dramatic change and everything that changes with, right? Like the role of the research, the role of the researcher, the role of the designer as a researcher, the role of product manager as a researcher, the role of engineer as someone who's interpreting the research, right? Um, So all of that is going to move towards, um, towards like what is it, what is the value? Have we really identified the value that we are going to provide to our users? Then, to how are we going to build those systems? And I think that's going to be a foundational change um, across. It's democratization of product, right? Like anybody um, would be able to build good, build products. Now, the goodness of the product is not going to come from how how nicely they are built or how nicely they look. It's from how much value do they really provide?
1: Yeah. And and what about the the concerns, if I can put it like that, that surround AI in terms of hallucinations and uh, you know all the various other you know there've been some quite high-level examples given of, of issues using AI. What, how would you respond to that? What's your view on, on that in terms of kind of what users need to think about? Great
0: question. I will answer this question with an with an asterisk. We are funded by OpenAI. Sam Altman is the largest shareholder outside of the employees and the founders, um, but. Uh, we are not influenced by open ai none of that i'm saying is, is in conversation so right. with that giant asterisk um, look concerns about ai generative ai are very valid uh, so there are two types of concerns one are there are societal concerns and yeah. one is there are more technical concerns right societal concerns around like what what happens to jobs right like what happens like are people going to be are, are, is there going to be mass unemployment I think those are slightly exaggerated. Um, I, you know, when spreadsheets came, it's not that the accountants went out a job, right? Like, they were not summing manually anymore, right? But it's not that the accountants are still a very valid and very reputed profession as it was, you know, uh, 50 years ago when we didn't have any of these tools, right? So I think that piece is, I think it's we are going to, as designers, as uh, researchers, as product builders, I think our value is going to—we are going to be able to produce more and more value for the society, right? So that's the—that's I think it's going to be a net good thing for, uh, for 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 the people. Now, let's talk about the technicals. Like you mentioned, hallucinations. You mentioned, like, you know, um, plagiarizing, right? All of that stuff. I think it's actually the responsibilities of of uh, two different parties to make sure that doesn't happen. One is. Um, the the providers of AI, such as OpenAI or Google or Amazon or all of those people that have been providing it, it's their responsibility to make sure that the tools are getting better technically o- over time, right? And then it's actually the responsibility of developers like ours who are relying on those tools to basically ensure that the hallucinations, the plagiarism, the the the, the wrong answers are caught. It needs to be built into. There needs to be a framework that needs to be um, that needs to go across the board from um, from the builders of the AI tool to the to the implementers of the AI tool, and then to the users of the AI tool as well, so that they are not, you know, kind of enticing the tool to do something wrong, right? So I think we need a new new framework. I think it's a solved problem. We have solved this problem on the internet. Um, we have solved this problem um, in, in mobile. I think it will be easy to, it be, it's a relatively, so we have a playbook to solve this problem. But this responsibility needs to be across the board.
1: So if a product team was going to approach uh, using AI, kind of large you know, language models for the first time, In terms of designing and developing their product, what advice would you give them? What, how should they, you know, what steps should they take to begin with?
0: I think the the best thing they could do is to look at their workflow and see which part of those workflows do I think need and can be automated with AI. Every step has some. uh, Every step they'll find every step has some possibility of improvement through AI. Right? So we what right now is not a time to go like, oh what if I like get rid of all my developers, get rid of all my all my all my designers and maybe like we have like open AI just doing the product management. That's not a good way of looking at it. And I think that's a lot of a lot of conversation is around that. How are, how is AI going to replace the existing roles? Think, think of it as how is AI going to augment. Your roles, right? Like, what is it that you, as a product builder, don't like about your workflow? What is it that you really think you're spending anordinate amount of time that can be automated using AI, and go figure out ways to, to do that, right? So, and then over time, you'll start to see your workflows also change as you build, use, include more and more technology as you. Um, so, start with your workflows rather than starting with like replacement.
1: Thanks for listening to this episode of The Understanding Users. If you enjoyed what you heard, do please like or comment wherever you're listening and feel free to share this episode more widely. And feel free, of course, to drop me a line with any feedback via LinkedIn or my website, researchable.uk. Join me again next time when I'll be sharing some more insights from digital design professionals. Until then, stay safe and stay user-centred.